Welcome to the Wealthworthy Podcast. I'm Trisha. Hi, I'm Darian. Thank you for joining us. This week we'll be talking about investing in a volatile market, which is a major topic because of the situation that we are going through now with the coronavirus being such a global impact on everything that we're doing. We in the U.S. have a number of things being shut down. We have a number of travel restrictions. We've been working in different capacities than we typically have to, and all of the those things combined have wreaked havoc on what we see happening in the markets. So this conversation is more about how concerned you should be with everything going on in the market. Is it the time to make adjustments to your investment strategy? What should you be doing? So let's kick off the conversation just talking about how much you should be investing during this time. With everything going on in America at this time, especially with the stock market and just the economy in general, it's a good time to capitalize on different stocks. At this point, pretty much all of the major stocks that are normally like extremely high, now they're super low, so you can always capitalize and build your investments from there. Yeah, these last few days have been described as the worst in the last couple of decades, right? They've said that the market has had its worst day since 1987 already, which when you think through all of the different situations that have occurred over the last decades, it's tough to really understand the magnitude of what's happening and what that impact will look like. A lot of what we are speculating about when it comes to the market is what the future value of the investments will be. So what we think a company will be worth if we were to pay out tomorrow the full value of that firm. And so to start speculating and having such grim outlooks on what that will look like is frightening, but a lot of what goes on in the market is cyclical, which means you'll have your down times, you'll have times where you're at all time peaks, which we have had a number of years where we've been on an incline for the last couple of years. And so everyone has already been bracing for the fact that a recession could be nearing. And every time it doesn't happen, it just builds more and more fear. So with that, we really were already in a space where people were fearful of what the markets would do next. But the important thing for your investment strategy is to be mindful of the amounts that you're willing to invest long term and continue on with that strategy. So if you were investing $100 a month, continue investing $100 a month. But now with better information, I would say that you have the foresight now to figure out, well, hey, this is now much cheaper than it was within the last year. So it's a good time to jump in and be able to have more investments at a lower cost. So the way I look at it is you want to be able to average out the amount that you are spending on your overall portfolio. So if you 
you bought one stock or one investment fund at $50 and now it's at $25. On average, you want to fall somewhere in between that. And the lower the average is, the more return you're likely to have, assuming that that company or that fund continues to grow over time, which if the market history is an indication, then your overall portfolio over time will be higher. The gist of that is continue investing as you do now, using this information as a basis for what you should be investing in next. I wouldn't say it's a time to be pulling out money because now you've already lost funds if you were invested in the market. So if all markets across all industries are already on a decline, then you don't want to pull out your money before you could recoup any of it. What do you think you should invest in while the markets are volatile? Telecommunication service services because we all need our cell phones want to be, be able to stay connected of course if you still are interested in bitcoin or cryptocurrency it's dropping daily so that's a good one to invest in any stock is going to bring you a return so you gotta start thinking outside the box so like i said telecommunications energy oil those industries have their own challenges, but like when when I think about telecommunications, some of the largest companies there have been consolidating in the market and looking for new ways to be innovative and to bring 5G to market. And so that's where we're seeing a big race there. So in terms of which stock to invest in, Invest in the one that you think will bring the newest technologies to market first. I would take a look at those companies and see how much are they spending on R&D. Then you can gather what that looks like. Like, oh, they're putting in more money towards doing research on this. They're having more engineers work towards coming up with a new product to launch on the market. And so that would be some indication there. With oil, it's a little more challenging because people are looking for alternatives. So sometimes investing in alternatives could be a good idea. And right now, there's a lot of talk around the prices declining for some of the largest companies in the market. So just being cautious of that. But it is a commodity, so it is something that everyone will use, as you mentioned. But when it comes to investing, you really do want to understand what it is that the market is doing as a whole, what, what's that industry look like, and then what are the individual companies doing that would make you interested in investing your money into it. A lot of times, if you think about it as if you own the company, then it helps you to know whether or not you should be putting dollars towards it. You wouldn't just hand over all of your money to somebody that you don't think will help continue growing it. You would be a little more cautious and say, hey, I know that you're not exactly on top of your game, so I don't want to give you any money for this. But the reality is, if you feel that there's growth potential, then you're more likely to put your energy into it and you should treat stocks the same way 
On my end, I am still team hold fast and continue your regular investment strategy. If you were investing in index funds or ETFs, continue doing that. If there are specific company stocks that you understand well and you are interested in, then this would be a good time to invest in because the market has been on a downward trend with everything going on. But for things like Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, where the future of that is still widely open, there are tons of ways and tons of companies that are still fresh to market, things that are still being developed. So just looking at your options and determining whether or not it's an investment that you'd be willing to take part in. How much growth do you think you should expect during this time? So if you invested a couple hundred bucks in any firm that you're interested in, what kind of returns do you think should be anticipated? Overall? Yes. Overall, I think really simple. What goes down must come up. So it's like it's down now, but it's got to come back up. I'm looking at it from the standpoint compared to some of the investing in Bitcoin a couple of weeks ago for almost seven, eight thousand dollars and now it took a whole downward spiral and dropped and lost a whole lot of money. And you might not get a return back, right? But I would much rather spend less than spend more any day of the week. When it comes to investing while the market is low, you do have a greater chance of having good upward potential just because now the price is really lower than what people are actually valuing that company for. So it's almost as if you were buying a pair of sneakers, right? If you bought a pair of sneakers, you typically would spend $100 for sneakers and the costs for it dropped down to $35. You're thinking $35 is a steal. If you can afford to put money towards those shoes, then you would absolutely spend $35. But you would also be okay with spending 100 because that is where the average cost for those shoes typically are. And that's the same thing with these stocks, where if you are investing in Bitcoin or you're investing in a specific stock and it's much lower than what you would actually value the cost of that stock for, then it has a greater chance at being worth much more down the line. I mean, we've seen it happen over and over again. The most recent would have been what's happened with the real estate market. And that is a likelihood here where you could see a return that's much larger than what's typical, especially in the short term. Should you take advantage of industries that are expected to profit in times of crisis? or crises, or like in this situation now, where like if you invested in stocks related to household goods, or if you were looking <laughs> kind of like how that guy has gotten in trouble now for price gouging and having all of those cleaning supplies that he was trying to resell, you know, do you think it's appropriate to invest in those stocks or to put investments in those areas? Yes, to an extent. I think it's just about being ahead of the game when it comes to stuff like this. 
That's why it's just good to be educated and kind of know how to market fluctuates and know what's going on in the world. Even though I don't really think we could have predicted this, but just having an ear to hear and eyes open to kind of know what's going on, it helps. I definitely think that if we as a whole were looking closely at what was happening across the globe, kind of listen out to the information available on the market and make your own predictions on what's happening, then it could be a financially beneficial decision that you're making. I think that it's tough though when you are in this kind of situation where we're talking about real lives being impacted by tragedy. And so it it has its own moral issues when it comes to thinking about how to profit from a situation that's tragic. But think about it like this. I know this is a tragic thing going on, but the insurance company that capitalize on people out of town whether it's this or you just being sick and you don't have insurance to go to the doctor or get prescriptions. So it's the same thing. I think sometimes they want to spin it and make it seem as if like, oh, you're doing something wrong, but that's just the system in general. It's just, I don't want to say it's not right, but the process of how they go about doing things could be different. But then they switch and flip it to make it seem like, oh, People are buying up all of these different products during this time and then going out trying to resell them for a higher price. But I mean, it's the same thing as insurance costs, supply and demand. You know, people can't afford medicine, so they're scrambling doing whatever they can just to survive. It's the same thing. Yeah, I, I think that there are definitely lines of morality to be followed, right? If you're looking at what's happening with specific companies on the market and you are interested in a specific stock or it's a stock that's a part of an index fund that you're interested in, it's different than being the guy in Tennessee who has purchased 17,000, almost 18,000 units of product that's taking away from what individuals have available to purchase, right? So that's something that's like, well, I'm I'm going to absolutely take advantage of the situation that's happening in the market and price that up, right? I think the biggest problem there is that we're talking about somebody who was intentionally looking to make gains much larger than what's typically anticipated for those types of costs. Whereas if you're looking at investing in a specific stock or an investment fund of some sort, then you are really looking at what you think the value of that company is more so than trying to price gouge people are dropping or releasing their stocks onto the market because they recognize that it's going in a downward trend. They recognize that they need liquidity. A number of things requiring people to want to get back as much cash as they can. But if you know that you don't need cash 
right now and you can afford to wait long term to see what those returns look like, then it could be well worth it in the long run for you to invest some of those dollars now. Are you concerned with the amounts that you may have lost so far in such a volatile market? I am concerned, but I know that it will fix itself in the long run. Right. I think that's the the reality is that when you're looking at things long term, you expect that it will correct itself. The market will correct itself. The true values for the companies that you're investing in will be revealed. You'll see exactly the amounts that you're expecting to or you'll reevaluate which what companies will likely do in terms of performance for the next couple of years and see if your portfolio still fits that, right? Like you have time to continue that evaluation process. Even though there may be losses now, the benefit to you in buying now would be that you're averaging out the costs that you are spending in the market you are able to capitalize on some additional gains because of market fears now that you would lose out on if you just left things as is. The main things to take away here is that during a volatile market, you really need to be considering the long term and not reacting out of fear. Continue your current investing strategy. So whatever you were investing, continue doing so. If there's a situation where you now feel like you need liquidity from the market, the best thing to do is to see what implications your reaction in in terms of taking money out of the markets would have. So of course, the first thing you'd want to do is turn to your emergency fund and leave the money that you have in the markets in because over time you need that compounding interest to benefit from all of the growth in the market. So if you're taking things out, then you take away from the chance that you will earn any compound interest on those dollars. And if you do need to take something out, just be wary of where it's coming from. You don't want to pull out of your 401k because that might have tax penalties for you if you're not a certain age or if it's not time for you to withdraw. Same deal for your IRA. But if you have individual accounts where you can cash out if you needed to, then, you know, that's probably the better place to start if you had to take out of your investments. But ideally, you want to put the fear of bay and continue investing long term. So that's it for us today. Thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you next time on Wealthworthy. Thank you. Bye.